When my mother was a child, she was very sick. She spent a large part of her childhood in and out of the hospital, and as I'm sure you can imagine, it was very hard on her. She had a lot of bad memories from early life, and because of this, she rarely talked about growing up. One day when I was 12 or 13, I was homesick from school with a cold, and my mom asked me what I wanted for lunch. I said corn chowder. It was always one of my favorite things, especially when I didn't feel well. Unsurprisingly, I ended up in the kitchen with her helping to make the chowder. As we put it together, she told me about how when she was a girl, when she was out of the hospital and going to school, she would come home at lunch. She didn't have many friends uh, because she was rarely at school, so it was easier to come home than to sit alone. She said she would often make corn chowder with leftover baked potato or boiled potato, a bit of onion, some creamed corn, and a bit of bacon. As my mom shared this story with me, she taught me how to make the chowder, and I still to this day use her exact recipe almost every time I make it. That recipe holds a very special place in my heart for a lot of reasons, none of which are more important or more meaningful to me than that afternoon when my mom taught me how to make it and told me about when she was a kid. Now it's that recipe that I share with you today, and I share it not just because you can make it in under 30 minutes, I share it in hopes that one day you will share it with someone and tell them a story that will bring you closer together. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual, and today we are making corn chowder in 30 minutes or less. So what you'll need for this recipe is 4 to 5 small potatoes, 1 baseball-sized onion, 1 large can of creamed corn, a quarter pound of good bacon, 1 cup of heavy cream, I use whipping cream, uh, 2 cups of either 2% or whole milk, and salt and pepper to taste. So at 5.45, I started peeling and dicing the potatoes. Then I rinsed them under cold water until the water ran clear. I covered the potatoes with hot tap water, seasoned it well with salt, and put them on the burner over high heat. At 5.50, the potatoes were on, and I was dicing my onion and bacon. And just before I started dicing the bacon, I put a medium-sized pot over medium heat. Uh, and this way, it would be ready to go once the bacon was cut up. The bacon goes into the pot at 5.53, um, and I always start the bacon first, uh, cook it for a few minutes, and then I add the onions. As I find this way, I get well-cooked bacon without burnt onions. An added bonus of this is I don't need to add any extra fat or oil to cook the onions in. Enough is rendered out of the bacon. At 5.56, uh, the bacon had had about three minutes to cook on its own, and the onion goes into the pot. I turn the heat down slightly so as not to burn them. Um, and now just keep cooking the bacon and onions, stirring every once in a while until the bacon is cooked through and the onions are soft. It takes about 10 minutes. Also, right around this time, the potatoes started to boil. Because they're diced fairly small, they won't take long to cook, only about 4 to 5 minutes. At 6.03, the potatoes are cooked. I drained, off, I drained uh, the water off of them and let them sit in the strainer uh, until I was ready to add them to the chowder. This has the added benefit of allowing any excess moisture to evaporate while they sit. This will help prevent the chowder from getting watery. I should say that you can use leftover boiled or baked potatoes for this. Just keep in mind that they're going to take a while to heat through. At 6.06, the bacon and onions were cooked. I strained them through a fine mesh sieve to remove any excess fat and then returned them to the pot. I then added one can of creamed corn, one can of heavy cream, two cups of 2% milk, and a bit of salt and pepper. I decided uh, to serve the corn chowder with some mixed salad greens tossed with a light vinaigrette. 
which is a very common side dish in Quebec. It's almost it's eaten with almost every meal, and I find it is a simple and delicious way to add some greens to a lunch. So at 6.10, I put together a quick vinaigrette using the following recipe. One teaspoon dried mustard, one two teaspoon maple syrup, two tablespoon red wine vinegar, a quarter cup olive oil, uh, and salt and pepper to taste. Now essentially, you mix all the ingredients except the oil, and then slowly drizzle in the oil as you whisk. Now once the vinaigrette was done, I gently tossed in the greens to lightly coat them. I served a big fan handful to each person with the chowder. At this point, the dairy in the chowder was pretty much hot. I added the still hot potatoes and turned the heat up slightly to give the chowder one final blast of heat. At 6.14, I seasoned the corn chowder to taste, and then it was time to plate and serve it along with the greens. As I'm sure you can understand, this is the ultimate comfort food for me. It has a lot of sentiment attached. Beyond that, it is great for so many reasons. It works just as well on a rainy Sunday as it does on a busy Tuesday. Try it for yourself and share it with someone you love. Also, for the more ambitious of you out there, this chowder goes really, really well with fresh tea biscuits. Um, and you can find the recipe for the vinaigrette and the chowder written out and printable on howtonotburnshit.com. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. And tomorrow is Tuesday, so it's Brief History Day, and we will be looking at the brief history of Pop-Tarts. Thank you. As always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. And as always, thank you for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.